everyone. This is Chris McGowan, a.k.a. PLL Superfan. I don't know if that's a thing. Welcome to another episode of Chris Watches Pretty Little Liars. A little late, but not as bad as recently. I guess I just wanted to say I've been seeing more and more promos for the reboot, sequel. I don't know what it is. They're, they're redoing PLLs, something. And I did see some trailers and stuff. I think it's coming out in the fall. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, listeners. Again, I'm probably not going to watch it because if anything, you would give away stuff for this series. But if people watch it and they're like, hey, it has nothing to do with what you're watching, Chris, maybe I'll do like a interweaving it with this uh, watch through. Because what's, what would be interesting there is that we all would not know who A is, right? But yeah, I, I don't want to spoil myself by watching the new show. So if someone like checks it out, you can drop me a line uh, either in the comments here or or uh, on social media. Yeah, then maybe I'll, maybe I'll like simulcast it. I'll do original PLL and then this new one. Anywho. We have an interesting episode on our hands. We're getting close to the season finale. And I'm just, I'm just, all I'm going to do to tease up what we're about to get into is A changes tactics, in my opinion, in a very interesting way. But I have a theory about all that we're watching this episode is a very, very sophisticated A move. But let's just get into it. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars, so he can help you figure out who's A. Okay, so um, this one is called, this is episode 21, Breaking the Code. So on our previously on bit, we see reminder uh, Wildin is in the picture. Detective Wildin, creepy detective, is back. Reminded that Spencer and Jason are brother and sister, or half-brother, half-sister, right? Uh, which I guess would make Melissa also that same relationship with Jason. Ezra still here. <laughs> The infamous page five is still floating around. Garrett looking all creepy, as always. Garrett is, I think Garrett's the one that, if I'm going to, just on the previously on and what we've seen so far, I think he's the one that will be revealed at the end of this season because he's quite a threat. He can't be running around for another five seasons doing what he's doing. I think he's the fall guy. We already know Jenna is about to turn him in anyway. So I think that might be a bit of a disappointment because he's obviously very out there and in front of us. I just don't see how he... As much like Ian at the end of last season, he's too he's too riled up. He's too in everyone's faces and everyone's business. So so back to previously on, um, we're reminded that the dweeb is running around, and that they need two K in cash. We cut to the school. We start in the school. All the liars are in the hallway talking about this cash. And um, Spencer basically says, uh, "I found the cash." Uh, she's actually I wrote in my notes that she lies. She doesn't really lie. She says she got it from a family member, which is true. She just fails to mention um, that it's Jason De Laurentiis. And then it turns out, uh, for some reason, they wanted just to be Spencer and Arya to meet uh, Jonah D- the Dweeb because Arya knows him and Spencer has the cash. I don't really know why they don't want all four of them there. I-, I don't know. At least not there as protection, but that was what the two of them decided, I guess. And then they say something like. So this is one of those things where the show, I don't know if the show's messing with me or not, but uh, when they're like, well, we're going to finally find out who A is, on cue, Mona walks up, and she pulls Hannah aside and says, hey, basically that she wants more Hannah time, right? We've been dealing with this dynamic for a while. Mona doesn't really like that Hannah gives her time to the liars and not her. And as she's talking with Hannah, you know, it's very similar to her birthday from season one. Like she wants Hannah to do something, and Hannah's like, my mom needs me to come home, et cetera. And then Mona gets mad, which I don't think is fair. But then she gets a text, and I put a text Mona in my notes. What? And we cut to Ashley and Wilden. Ding dong, Wilden shows up at their door at the uh, Hanley residence, and uh, he wants to question Hannah. He's like, well, I thought it'd be easier if I just came to your door and asked questions, which I don't think is police protocol. 
Ashley kicks him out, kicks him away, and then she closes the door on him, and she turns to Hannah and says, you've told me everything, right? We already know uh, Ashley's superpower is to know when Hannah's lying. Hannah's like, mm-hmm, yeah, I've told you everything, and she runs away. Cut to uh, Melissa and Spencer. I was kind of surprised by this. Spencer is the one that tells her? Like, I don't know if we found out. Was it mom that told Melissa? I, somehow Melissa knows, but they're but basically they're talking about it. Melissa's kind of all mad about it. Very interestingly, I mean, I've already, I've been saying this for 43 episodes, 44. I noted this line, the Melissa of hers. Does anyone else know? She wants to know if anyone else knows about this because as we, as you and I know, she does not want the secret to get out. Um, and they do a purposeful, purposeful shot of Melissa kind of turning to the side to remind us that she is currently pregnant. Cut to uh, school. Ugh. My goodness. Uh, Emily is, uh, I guess it's yearbook, or I don't know if it's like another, you know, after school program. <sighs> and Paige is in the room, and they're going to like go some door to door canvassing kind of thing. Ugh, Paige. Uh, I have a big sad face in my notes. <laughs> no. And then they're having a little bit of a chat, and Paige is like, something, uh, something, she tries to be flirty and says, Who could turn you down? And we know Emily's been trying to meet, reach Maya. So there is a, there is a flirtiness from Paige, but Emily knows. Uh, well, I guess someone, there's an issue with her, her and Maya. And I think that's, uh, she receives that comment in a different way, obviously. Cut to, uh, Mona and Hannah here. I'm just going to go ahead and start unveiling my theory as to what is going on. They're talking about clothes, et cetera, et cetera. And then Mona basically starts to say everything that A has contacted her about, right? I think since Mona is our head A or one of the head A's, she's been kind of leading us up to this point. This is a very sophisticated plan to double agent this. She, you know, after the incident with Lucas, we already know Noel and her have been kind of scrambling. The A, a network has not been as um, steady or stable as it used to be. Whether it's a show or not, Noel and Mona are a little separated. It could be, it could be legit, right? They could have had a disagreement about what they're doing. He's off doing what he's doing, and she's going to do, go her own way. And I think her angle here is I need to reintegrate myself into this group to get more information and to, and to smooth over any potential reveal that I was part of this, right? So she mentions, um, she's basically telling Hannah that A has been harassing her too. And I noticed that she does mention Allie. You know, nothing could be worse than Allie's uh, torture, basically. Cut to the secret meeting with Arya, Spencer, and Jonah the, the dweeb. <laughs> There's just a little standoff here with Spencer and Jonah trying to outdo each other and being tough. Finally, they give him the cash. He gives them a little post-it note, and he runs away. And they just have an address, 2672 Southport. And uh, they're like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. We, this isn't information. He goes, that's all I got. Apparently, which I guessed last time, the person used a burner phone, but he was able to ping the location to this address at 2672 Southport. And Spencer is really pissed. She wants like a thousand bucks back of the cash they just gave him. And he's like, look, Vivian liked it. Uh, he runs away and they're like, well, let's go pursue it. And then they see in his car, snacking on some uh, pistachios, it looks like. Garrett is just glaring at them. They're like, how long has he been looking at us? And then Arya says, well, we can't go there right now with uh, Garrett on the cover there watching us. Cut to Hannah getting a text from Arya saying we got we have to pause the timeline a bit and i just noted in my notes i'm looking forward to the evolution of phone technology as the show continues on because we're still dealing with kind of the flip phones the uh the nokias a little bit there is a little picture icon for Arya, but i'm you know when we get to the whole iphone era i'll be very curious to see how that all changes the dynamic here 
Ashley, her mom's making dinner, and uh, she asks uh, Hannah to get the pasta, which used to have cash in there, I guess. I guess we're paying, playing fast and loose with where the cash is stashed, but either no matter what, uh, dinner is being made. And Hannah mentions, uh, I may have failed to mention this, Mo- Mona reveals to Hannah earlier that A is saying, A is going to reveal a photo of Ashley and Wilden, looks like caught in the window, having an intimate moment. So Hannah mentions this to Ashley in a roundabout way. Hey, did did Wilden come by for you know? And Ashley's like, don't mention that. We just agreed not to talk about that. And Hannah basically asks for what the stakes are here. And Ashley, her mom, says to her, look, if that came out that uh, me and Wilden had a thing and, and your charges went away, dad could sue for custody and I would lose you. So that is the, that's the, that's the threat level here. Cut to a phone conversation with Ezra and Aria. It looks like Ezra's at the job interview in Nolens. As she's chatting with him, he's like, yeah, it went pretty well. Uh, Ella walks into Aria's room. Aria goes, ha 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 hi, 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 and hangs up the phone. Uh, Ella's not dumb. I was surprised though with this. Uh, Ella shows Aria the A note that was left on Byron's car and Arya knows exactly what this is. I didn't think Byron was going to share that with Ella, but he, he sure enough, he did. And Arya denies, denies, denies. I don't know if Ella has um, Ashley's ability to tell when her daughter is lying to her. But Arya is of the liars. Well, Hannah's pretty bad at lying. Arya's probably neck and neck with Hannah. She she looks so guilty. Ella's like, do you know what this is? Has this been happening? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And, and Arya's terrible at lying. And Ella just says, well, me and, me and your father are on the case, which is a little encouraging for me as a viewer. Blech. We cut back to Emily and Paige returning from their little um, canvassing or whatever they're doing to get donated, whatever they were doing. I, I wasn't paying attention. I was like, ugh, Paige, just let, let Emily be. I will say they're trying to warm up the audience to Paige again because Paige does say something pretty uh, pretty empowering. She says, uh, her mom calls and says, no, Emily's just a friend. She hangs up and Emily's like, what was that? And uh, Paige is like, well, I did come out to my parents. She said, you know, your courage, the way you the way you came out inspired me to do the same. So that's like very positive. And um, it sounds like it's not been easy uh, with her and her parents, but it's uh, it's getting better. And as you can tell from just a page in a, in a bubble, there is some comfortability with her like before she was righteous she was so tense and and, and and on edge all the time and there is a little more peace here or maybe something more whole in Paige's demeanor and i said to myself what what do i think about Paige? like you know people give me a hard time for forgiving her for almost drowning emily fair fair enough i just think i'm happy for Paige's journey i just don't think it should involve emily i think that's where my stance is okay Emily gets a text SOS from Hannah, and uh, right away, Paige is like, is that Maya? I was like, ugh, we're right back to it, Paige. What are you doing? And so I think my feeling about this dynamic here is uh, Emily's like, I gotta go. And she says, I'm really happy for you. And I think that's the mantra going forward between these two. Emily should be happy for her, support her, right? Be there for her as a friend if she needs it, uh, as a support system if she needs it. I think that's where it's got to end. We got to have a firm boundary here between the two of them. We'll see how quickly that boundary is uh, is pressed upon later in this episode, but uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. So Hannah tells the liars about uh, the text. Well, she tells actually them everything. She says Mona knows about um, Mona's been getting texts from A. They're just like, did you tell Mona anything? She's like, no, not, not anything more than what she got. She does tell them about Detective Wilden and her mom, and I, it's very it's a little unclear to me. I don't know it's been a while. I don't know if I put the two things together. I guess so. 
Um, but she basically tells him all that. We find out Garrett's been tracking Spencer all day. Turns out Emily, uh, I think Hannah goes downstairs, right? And then Arya blurts it all out. <laughs> uh, she just says, you know, Ezra's going to get a, possibly get a new job. And she basically says everything all at once. And you can see Emily's fine with it. And she appreciates the truth. Spencer's hurt. She and Brett rightly so. She says, I, we did this whole thing where we were sad about Toby and Ezra being gone. She goes, you should have won an Oscar. And Ari apologizes. She just didn't want to. Yeah, everyone's keeping secrets with these folks, right? I didn't want anyone to get hurt, et cetera, et cetera. So that truth is out there. Hannah did go downstairs, and she shouts from the, the downstairs, hey, come down here, everybody. They all run downstairs. Um, Hannah is on the computer. I think they're at Spencer's house. I don't know if they actually said that, but it looks like Spencer's house. She goes, uh, Caleb sent me a video. I said to open it immediately. Part of that video where we saw Ian, Garrett, and Jenna all together in Allison's bedroom, right? And I guess he found more of the video. The video plays to the person who coming in the door. And we all assumed it was Allison, right? That was the assumption that uh, they, were, they were trying to hide from Allison coming home or coming in the door. Guess who walks in? Melissa Hastings. Well, well, well. As we established officially previously, we do see someone uh, shaking cam outside, so someone is watching them watch the video. I have my suspicions on who that might be. Maybe Ian, maybe Melissa, maybe Garrett, probably Garrett, but one of those three. So they're like, let's go to the police. We, ha- They need to see this. Jeez, we've been through this before, haven't we? we this is an episode two where we, we're redoing a lot of old storylines. They have a piece of evidence, and they don't give it to the police right away. <sighs> well, Spencer's in denial. You know, all the three of them are like, what else do you need? And Spencer's like, I just want to talk to, I want to talk to Melissa first. You know, it could be, it could not be what we think it is, et cetera, et cetera, which is, I don't know. Very unlike her. Granted, it is her sister, but I don't know. They want to turn in Melissa. Spencer wants to talk to her first. So she says, give me the night. Then we could do something in the morning. And they're like, all right, fine. We cut to Walter in James's gastro pub. Apparently Spencer is there waiting for Melissa. Cut to Mona again. Mona pulling a master moves here. So let me tell you what the scene is, and let me tell you what's really going on. Mona goes up to Hannah and says, "Look at what I found in my mailbox. It's a, it's a shoplifting report uh, from Hannah that apparently was destroyed. Right? So it looks like it was torn up, repaired by A, and put in Mona's mailbox. And basically, the threat is: if you don't give this to the Rosewood Observer by 10 a.m. in the morning, I quote A will reveal your shoplifting crimes." So that's the threat. That's the A threat. Clearly, Mona is positioning this as A is threatening her. Obviously, she had this report. <laughs> Said she is A. And again, this is her twisting. She's trying to gain Hannah's trust again by taking a bit of a gamble here by pretending A is not her and is threatening her. So she's kind of given this. So she's given this report to Hannah. It's telling that she does leave it on the kitchen, like uh, island there. I don't know if that's intentional too, but it's left there cut back to the bar spencer is sneaking in shots guess he walks in everybody speaking of bold a moves ren with three ends he's like oh it's a slight that i'm on here and spencer is sneaking more shots spencer says oh that's a small town yeah you work you work next door not fate of course it's not fate we know he's part of a he is here sent to run interference of course he is so she tells him while she's waiting for Melissa, he's like, oh, can we get dinner, the three of us? And she's like, no, no, I gotta, I gotta talk to Melissa. She walks to the door. Uh, she sees Melissa coming up to the bar, geared on a cover in his uh, kit mobile, pulls up, says something to Melissa. We don't hear what it is. She turns around and goes right into his car and they drive away. 
like absolutely ridiculous. Why Spencer doesn't run outside to shout something, I do not know. But she, but Spencer remains inside, just staring out the door, uh, frozen. Then Ren reveals, Ren tips the uh, pot lid a little bit here. He says, says Garrett visits Melissa in the hospital, which made me think, wait a minute, is this baby really Garrett's? I don't know. It's clear she's part of, maybe she's a denial, but it's, it was clear to me with the video that obviously they're all working in cahoots. <sighs> so why would Ren also make this bold move? I think the network is crumbling, the A network, at least the previous version of it. So whomever decided this, whether this was Mona, Ren, Independent, it could be Garrett, maybe a bit of a loose cannon or something, I don't know. But they're making bold moves, Ren being the bold move to actually go and, and intercept uh, Spencer in the way that he did. And then I just made a general observation. If all this is true, if even half of my theories are true, these are frightening people. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying people. Melissa, Ian, uh, Garrett, uh, Jetta, uh, Ren, all, all of them. Absolutely terrifying people. <laughs> this level of manipulation is truly uh, outrageous. I hope I'm wrong. As I said uh, just a second ago, Ashley happens to find the report in her kitchen. I don't think it was an accident, but I don't really, I don't really know why, why Mona would have left it there for mom to find it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but she does. Cut to uh, the address that they got from Jonah. So just Hannah, uh, Arya, and Emily. Froelich Williams and Lang Law Firm. I tried to do like an anagram thing to see if it spelled out anything. There is Allison. Al, you can spell out Allison, and then I kind of, uh, I kind of gave up the hunt there. I think there might be a coded message in the in the in the law firm's uh, name, but I don't think it's. I I just spent like ten minutes on it. I'm like I don't think this is anything. I will say this show very rarely scares me, but they walk inside this law firm. They're walking around the exterior. It looks like a house turned converted into a uh, right office for this law firm. They're looking around, looking around. I think Arya pulls on the mail that's kind of stuck in the slot. <laughs> it gets yanked in. Uh, all these alarms go off, and this old man jump. <laughs> Like, is in the window. And goes, huh? I I jumped. Uh, that was a very well done show. Uh, I screamed. They run away. Uh, Arya takes a spill. It hurts her knee a little bit. And this old man comes wa walking out. <laughs> I guess he's just squatting there. I don't really know. But they they run off, and he's just very confused. Uh, anyway, cut to Spencer and Ren. Uh, they're at his place. He has a very nice place. Uh, they start making out. Oh boy, Arya and Hannah. Arya is tending to her injury as Hannah starts Googling FWL, which I feel like is also something. I don't know. Some some joke for us. I don't know. And then she finds... They make a connection to Crystal Lee, which I believe she's been mentioned before. Was that the one of the people that Caleb was uh, talking about a billion years ago? Anyway, she's like, no, that's Crystal Lee, not Crystal Lang. Charles Lang is a name check, just so you know. Uh, but Hannah's on the case. Cut back to Spencer and Ren. Things are getting spicy. Things are getting uh, things are getting late night here. And I was like, "Ooh, are they? Is Re is Ren's a complicity be revealed here?" Little little chat about Spencer being drunk. I think this is responsible for the show to deal with. But it looks like they're about to go further. And then Ren says, "I would like to, but not like this." And basically, I don't. We can't do this while you're drunk, which is very right, and a very positive message to send to all the viewers at home. I don't know if we're also supposed to feel like, you know, he's a good guy, you know, like, like for us to trust him more. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I Right thing to do. I still don't think he's not part of A. So I don't know what to make of those two ideas, but she basically passes out and kind of laughs. And uh, and that's the end of their, of their time. But clearly the attraction is here and 
Who knows what the future holds for the two of them. Cut to Emily getting food. I'm assuming from the Apple Rolls Grill. Where else would she go? Uh, she thinks she sees Maya from the back. She walks up to her and it's just a random lady who's a little freaked out. Uh, she leaves the restaurant with their, their food. Bumps into Paige. Well, look at that. Yet another, quote, convenient running into people. So Ren did this earlier and now Paige does this. Who I thought, I've, I've theorized, Paige might have connection to the A network. So Maya was very upset and Paige starts to talk to her. Paige starts to talk to her like a friend, right? Like starts to comfort her. And Emily's upset. And then Paige starts talking trash about Maya. And folks, I have very few hard lines on this show. You're going to talk shit about Maya. You're you are on my shit list. And Emily is you could even tell Emily's like, "What what are you what are you doing? Like you deserve someone who won't bail on you." Like she's talking shit. And then she goes in for a kiss, and Emily, thank goodness, pushes her away and is like, what are you doing? Uh, and she storms off, and Paige is like, eh, I screwed that up. Total fail. To total fail. Ugh, I don't even know. What, I don't even have anything else to say about that. Cut back to the next day at school. Uh, so the deadline, deadline for Mona to turn in this report to the uh, observer has passed. So Hannah walks up to her and says, look, whatever you had to do, I, I get it. You know, uh, I, I for basically I forgive you. Mona says I didn't do it. I turn return the necklace that I stole. They call my mom. I have all this community service now, uh, and she's crying. And Mona's and Hannah's like, "Oh, you're my best friend, etc." And they hug. This is Mona gaining trust. Everybody, this is all literally a story. Mona tells Hannah here in the hallway. We don't see the necklace. We don't see the store. We're not going to see this community service nonsense. All this is for Mona to get in closer to the liars. <sighs> Spencer wakes up at Ren's apartment house. I wonder where he lives, but um, it is late. Spencer is very late to work. Um, she's like, thanks for letting me crash here. He's like, you can crash here anytime. Uh, they smooch. So, yeah, a, again, another way for... Ren, Ren A to gain more trust. So uh, who knows? Looks like this is uh, this is a this romance is not gone by a long shot. So we're cut to the cafeteria. Arya and Emily are having a chat. We what do you call that? Rack focus over to Mona. Mona is as she often is in earshot, listening, not listening. She has an apple with a post-it note. <laughs> I put in my notes which she wrote. Um, but Hannah comes up and says, "Hey, what's going on?" And Mona shows her the note. You didn't take a, take a bite yet, but you will. Again, getting Hannah to trust her. And so guess what happens? Hannah invites Mona over to their table. Mona is part of the crew now. She is on the inside. Now, as if they don't have enough technology as it is. Actually, that's an interesting thought. I just thought of this. If Noel and Mona are truly on the outs, right, and Noel is the one with the app and all the tapped phone technology. Maybe Mona does not have access to that technology. So instead, she's like, well, F the new school method. I'm going to go old school. I'm going to literally just be in the room when they have these conversations. I don't need Noel's tech to get what I need. So maybe that's why she made the bull move. I don't know. Ashley, cut to the precinct. Ashley bursts into Detective Wilden's office. She's like, what a sleazy move. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. She goes, how about this? And she shows him the report. He goes, what? He closes his door and he goes, if I get if I get found out with this, uh, that's it for my career. I didn't do this. And Ashley's like, well, if you didn't do it, who did? And is, hey, everybody, is Detective Wilden going to be an ally now? Is he going to, is he going to find out Garrett is part of this? Maybe. Uh, we do a quick cut to Emily calling Maya again. 
no answer, uh, goes right to voicemail, which is concerning, right? Uh, Ezra and Arya, um, Ezra, so they're, t- they're chatting in the car. Uh, 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 folks. So chatting in the car, and uh, he tells Arya that they had a good job interview. It was so good that he was offered the job, and Arya's like, oh, yeah, haha. well, you turned it down, right? And he's like, it's a pretty good deal. I didn't give him an answer yet. Arya starts crying, and here we go. Yet another Ezra-Arya breakup. We've done this dance over and over. We know it so well. I don't know why they do this. They are, we know they're going to get back together, so I don't know why we're, giving screen time to this uh, this charade but sure he's like i gotta go i gotta go to class i'll call you later he runs away you know i feel bad that she is sad do not get me wrong but come on come on show uh we kind of zoom fade to aria on her bed right around right after sad mom comes in there and i was like get out of here and i was like no i want to talk and aria just tells her it says Ezra's leaving. Are you happy? Dad got him a job out of town. And you lost me too. And she storms out of her room. Cut to Ezra's. Um, Ari and Ezra are having food, which I don't know why. It's a pretty bold move for Ari to do this, but I don't know. Knock, knock, knock. Ella is at the door. Ezra uh, looks like he shit his pants. And she says, I came here to listen. Oh, boy. No, Ella. What are you doing? Cut to Spencer's, and um, for some reason, which they like to do in the show, she's rewatching the incriminating video. <laughs> I don't know why they do this on the show, but she's rewatching it. And just as it gets to the part where Melissa enters the room, the real Melissa shows up. And um, Spencer, as she does, confronts her. He's like, You need to tell me what the is going on. And Melissa's like, Listen, I have a lot to tell you, but I can't tell you here. I don't want my parents, I don't want our parents to hear it. We have to leave for me to tell you something. Spencer, rightly so, is nervous, but uh, she leaves with her murderer's sister. Cut to a very awkward Ezra, Arya, Ella meeting. (sighs) I guess I'll say this. Ella says the thing that I want to hear. She says, I do not condone this relationship, but she wants to understand. Uh, There's this whole bit about tea. Ezra runs away to get the tea, and you can tell Arya gives her mom a little bit of a smile. (sighs) Boy, oh boy. This show really, this show really wants us to, to, to root for Ezra and Arya. And I, I got to tell you, you know, if you listen to my back catalog, you know I was giving a lot of grace to this relationship. I just can't do it anymore. Uh, I was so, I don't know. But it looks like Ella's going to hear it out. And I, I really don't hope we go down the road. I feel like we're about to go down. So, I don't know. <sighs> cut to Hannah's room. Ashley kind of comes in there and says, hey, it's time for dinner. I had a meeting that ran late, which I think means she was planning things with Wilden, right? And then Ashley sees a bit of mail that I guess Hannah took from the uh, law firm. And she goes, where'd you get this? And has like, oh, it came to here by accident. She goes, well, that's weird. I used FWL for my divorce from your dad. And Hannah's like, oh, I had no idea. Why'd you use them? All caps in my notes. Ashley says, well, Melissa Hastings worked there. Well, no, she was interned there. Melissa Hastings, the key, the linchpin. As we have guessed for 43 episodes. Actually, no, I won't, I won't pat myself on the back too hard. I didn't always think she was part of it. but And then um, 
police knock on Emily's door and then Barry the cop is there and he says it's about Maya to Emily. So hopefully that's not a, hopefully things aren't, aren't really dreary and bad. Our post credit scene, there's a gun and they take five shots. They're doing some practice rounds. Uh, looks like shit's going to get real. Who's shooting who? No idea. But uh, someone, this is, I think, Peter's gun. I don't know if they're going to frame Peter or what. But someone has his gun and they're practicing shooting somebody. So I guess that's our that's our Chekhov's gun. So so what do we think? I'm already, it's already late. Yeah, A's making bull moves. Mona Mona's trying to seem like an ally. Ren's trying to seem like an ally. Paige is back in the picture. God help us all. None of my positions have changed. I do think Mona is A, and this is her new tactic. I guess I think Noel and her maybe did have a bit of a disagreement. So maybe they are on the outs. So there's rival, a, a further faction within a, as if there wasn't one already. Not not loving not loving the shows pushing Arya and Ezra still. Not loving Ella went over there, although I will give a little bit of grace. I understand why Ella might want to try to appease her daughter, not, not push her away. Uh, I don't know. Uh, th- that thing is, a, is just a mess in... The more that goes on, the more uncomfortable I get as they explore this uh, relationship. But it is what it is, right? Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, I really hope the Maya thing isn't too serious because I do have a little treat for our credits today because you know I love Barry the Cop, CBS Sundays. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's about it. Um, you can find me on Twitter until Elon fully takes over and Instagram at Magoogs, M-A-G-O-O-G-S, occasionally twitching at Mac to the gal. I've been playing the Quarry, 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 Quarry. A little less PLL than I thought. It's more horror movie than uh, maybe this. Still a lot of fun. So if you want to check me out, I definitely stream on Mondays, uh, but other times randomly too. Um, I think that's about it. I've said way too much. And uh, stay tuned for a a quick promo for uh, a new show on CBS. I've said way too much. When Maya St. Germain ends up in trouble, Barry reaches out to the one person he knows that can help. Will he and Emily work together to save Maya, or will she be lost in the system? All new Barry the Cop, CBS Sundays.